Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of The Sports Shack. In this shorter episode, I'm paying tribute to a much forgotten former Australian sports star. In a recent episode, I spoke about the amazing life of Edwin Flack, Australia's first Olympian and first Olympic champion. Flack chanced his luck and was the nation's only athlete at the first modern Olympic Games in 1896. He went on to win the 800 metres and the 1500 metres on the track and began a long proud tradition of Australia at the Olympics. In this episode, I'm going to talk about another inspirational Aussie, one who a long time ago forged a path that many other Australian women would follow and begin a golden tradition of Australian women's swimming. Think of some of the great names that include Dawn Fraser, Lorraine Crapp, Shane Gould, Susie O'Neill, Jodie Henry, Patria Thomas, Liesl Jones, Tracy Wickham, Michelle Ford, Stephanie Rice, Kayleigh McEwen, Emma McKeon. How can one not forget the great dominance of the Aussie women's 4x100m freestyle team, who in recent times have smashed one world record after the other? The woman's name who began this proud tradition was Sarah Fanny Jurek, who has the proud honour of becoming the first female swimmer in Olympic history to win an Olympic gold medal. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about and pay tribute to Sarah Fanny Jurek. And listen carefully, as I'll have some quiz questions for you at the end of the episode. So looking at the early life of Sarah Frances Fanny Jurek, she was born in Sydney on the 27th of October 1889 and was from Irish heritage. She gained a love for swimming from an early age and learned how to swim in Sydney's Coogee Baths, a tidal swimming pool located near Coogee Beach in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. These baths held the first Australian swimming championships and was one of the first swimming baths that catered for mixed gender swimming in Australia. Jurek began training and practiced breaststroke as it was the only swimming style for which there was a championship for women during this time. In 1906, she won her first title at the New South Wales State Championships while she was still a schoolgirl, and the rest of that decade, Jurek would dominate Australian swimming. Jurek swam at a time when women were not allowed to race when male spectators were present, and large signs were placed outside the baths, forbidding men to enter when women were swimming. How times have changed. And during the 1910-1911 swimming season, Jurek was defeated by Minor Wiley in the 100-yard breaststroke and in the 100- and 220-yard freestyle at the Australian Swimming Championships at Rose Bay in Sydney. Wiley's father, Henry Wiley, was responsible for building Coogee Baths in 1907, which is now named in their honour as Wiley's Baths. The baths are the oldest communal sea baths in Australia. Although they were rivals in the pool, Jurek and Wiley became close friends. Jurek adopted what was called the Trudgeon Stroke, and by 1911, the stroke had changed to the Australian Crawl, which would later go on to become the freestyle stroke, the fastest of all the strokes. 
Women were forbidden by the New South Wales Ladies Amateur Swimming Association to appear in competitions when men were present and did not support Jurek and Wiley competing in Stockholm. Jurek was informed that there was not enough money for her to achieve her Olympic dreams and the Australian Olympic Committee was not willing to divert funds from the men's team. However, due to their great determination and their success, there was great public demand for them to go to the 1912 Olympic Games in Stockholm. Fundraising events were held to raise the money required to get both swimmers to the Games, and a campaign was fought by the moderate press in support of both swimmers. With Minor Wiley, they managed to persuade the officials to let them attend the Stockholm Olympics, where women's swimming events were being held for the very first time. They were given the all-clear to compete. Jurek had earlier applied to join the Australian team and swim the 100 metres freestyle, which was one of just two ladies' races approved by the International Olympic Committee in 1910, which was initially rejected by the sports controlling body. Jurek's emergence as a world-class swimmer came at a time when there was prevailing community views on morality and modesty, and some believed that women should be banned from swimming in public. Along came the 1912 Stockholm Olympics, and, well, this year, 1912, is a year that is sadly mainly remembered as the year when the Titanic sank. What was thought to be the unsinkable ship sank on its maiden voyage after colliding with an iceberg on April 15th, with over 1,500 people on board the ship losing their lives. Territorial disputes resulted in the Balkans War. New Mexico and Arizona were admitted as American states. Woodrow Wilson was the American president. German meteorologist and geophysicist Alfred Wegner proposed the idea of continental drift. In sport in 1912, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. The Wimbledon men's and women's singles titles were won by Tony Wilding and Ethel Lacombe. Essendon defeated South Melbourne in a low-scoring VFL Grand Final and Eastern Suburbs won the New South Wales Rugby League Premiership. Australia's world swimming champion, Frank Beaurepaire, was banned from swimming and competing at the Stockholm Olympics after he was stripped of his amateur status. This was because he had simply been working as a swim instructor for the Victorian Education Department, even though he was not earning a cent from it. It was expected that banning Frank Beaurepaire from competing at the Olympics would cost Australia a swag of gold medals, as he was the premier male swimmer in the world at the time, holding records in a series of short and long distance events. His ban was finally lifted in 1914, and Beau Repair went on to serve in World War I. He represented Australia in swimming in three Olympics, 1908, 1920 and 1924, winning three silver and three bronze medals. Just think what would have happened if he was allowed to go to those Stockholm Olympics. During this year, Australia announced an interest in hosting the Olympic Games for the first time, expressing an interest in hosting the 1920 Olympics in Sydney. However, hopes were dashed when IOC members refused to consider Sydney 
due to its distance away from Europe. At the 1912 Olympic Games, it was an Australasian team that competed, and this was the case also in the previous Games in 1908. It was a combined team from Australia and New Zealand, which picked up a total of 12 medals at these two Olympics, with three gold, four silver and five bronze medals. When the Olympics resumed in 1920 after World War I, the two nations sent separate teams to the Olympics and have done so ever since. Now it's interesting that it was an Australasian team that defeated Great Britain in 1912 to win Rugby League's Ashes for the first time. Jurak sailed to Sweden via London, where she only trained half a mile a day. In the lead-up to the Games, Jurek placed first and Wiley second in the Invitation Ladies Scratch Race at the Bath Club in London. At the Stockholm Olympics, 20 men and two women, and they were Jurek and Wiley, competed for Australasia in athletics, rowing and swimming at the Stockholm Olympics as part of the Australasian team. The 1912 Olympics were the fifth modern Games, and compared to the previous held Games, they were a great success and were better organised. The Swedish organisers benefited from having four years to prepare and they learnt from the previous mistakes made by the previous hosts. They ensured that the Games were a standalone event and not part of the, the events such as world fairs which made the Games seem to go on forever and ever. And that was especially the case at the 1900 Paris and 1904 St. Louis Olympics. The Games were shortened to now two months. And you think today, the Olympics go for six, around 16 days. The Stockholm Olympics were the first truly international Olympics as they were attended by athletes representing all five continents. 28 nations were represented at these Games with 2,500 and 47 athletes. Only around 2% were women. There were 15 sports, 5 were open to women, with only 15 of the 43 events being open to women. The Games were officially opened on May the 5th by King Gustav V of Sweden. There was more harmony at these Games, with no significant protests or disruptions, as was the case especially at the previous Games in London in 1908. A 22,000-seat stadium and a new swimming pool was built, and for the first time, accommodation was provided for the visiting athletes. The 1912 Games featured a number of innovations which included the use of unofficial electronic timing devices that were capable of registering to the tenth of a second. This was used for track and swimming events. Public address systems helped organise the athletes and allowed the crowds to follow the events. Chalk was used instead of cord to outline the lanes for the races in the main stadium and the photo finish had also arrived. However, despite the friendly atmosphere of these games, there was a theme of endurance and suffering. It featured a 320km cycle race the longest in Olympic history, and a light heavyweight Greco-Roman wrestling final that was stopped with both wrestlers being declared the winners after tussling it out for, get, get ready for this, nine hours. The middleweight semi-final lasted for an incredible 11 hours. 
Two athletes who really grabbed the limelight at these games were Hans Kolemanen of Finland, who won the 10,000 metres, the 5,000 metres and a world record, then another world record, this time in a heat of the 3,000 metres team race, and then he won the 12km cross-country event. The other athlete was American Jim Thorpe, who won the pentathlon and broke the record for the decathlon. It's amazing that both Kolomanen and Thorpe were able to achieve such great success after repeated exertions with little time to recover. The pool at the Stockholm Games had been built in an inlet of Stockholm Harbour. There were no starting blocks during this time. These didn't come along until the 1936 Berlin Olympics, when they were used for the first time, and were simple box platforms. The competitors simply stated, started from the wooden deck and swam without lane ropes, and there were complaints about the temperature of the water being too cold. Jurek was hampered by the restrictions on the costumes women could wear at this time. She did not have the luxury of wearing the swimming costumes Olympic swimmers wear today, which are designed for speed in the pool. The technologically advanced body skin, lycra-based fabrics that are designed to hug the body tightly and provide increased speed and decrease drag resistance in the water. Jurek didn't have any of that. Female swimmers were not allowed to travel on their own. 27 women contested the Olympic 100 metres, which included six from Great Britain and four from Germany. A variety of swim swimsuits were used by the swimmers, with many reaching down to the mid-thigh, while some were sleeveless. Jurek wore a heavy costume, a woolen sleeveless garment with a skirt. In the 100 metres freestyle, she won her heat in a new world record of 1 minute 19.8 seconds and went on to break the world record again when she went on to win her semi-final and then went on to win the final in a time of 1 minute 22 seconds.02, claiming gold. The 21-year-old Jurek led by more than 2 metres at the 50 metre mark and despite colliding with the side of the pool at one stage of the race, she went on to easily win. Her good friend Minor Wiley who was only 15 years of age at the time, finished second and the pair more than justified the campaign to send them to the Olympics. Their results delighted the members who helped send them to the Games and their great efforts in fundraising for the pair had definitely paid off. Newspapers at this time reported Durak as being swimming's pin-up girl. She had won gold in the first swimming event ever contested by women at the Olympics. Jurek held the world record for another eight years. Jurek and Wiley were keen to pick up more medals for their country in the 4x100 metres relay. However, because there were only two Aussie women at the Games, they were not allowed to enter the event. The pair even offered to swim two legs each, however, were not allowed by officials. The 100 metres freestyle was the only individual swimming event for women at these Games. Australia had shown the world its strength in swimming at these Olympic Games. Australia won six medals at the Stockholm Games, with all being in the pool. The Australasian relay team picked up gold in the 4x200 metres freestyle event. Cecil Healy collected silver in the men's 100 metres freestyle, and distance swimmer Harold Hardwick picked up two bronze medals in the 400 metres and the 1500 metres events. 
And then after these games, and following the success at the, at the Olympic Games, Jurek and Wiley had achieved international fame and were invited to swimming competitions across the world. The two toured America three times in the next few years, and they helped to break down the barriers which prevented women from competing in elite competitions. They were later joined by fellow Aussie Annette Kellerman, and their world tours promoted women's swimming. They also toured Europe and were invited to swim meets, friendly competitions and swimming entertainments. Wherever they went, Jerica massed wins with Wiley coming in just behind her in second place. On their first tour to America in 1912, just after the Games, Jurek held all the championships for deep diving and staying under the water continuously. At one stage in her swimming career, Jurek held every world freestyle record from 100 yards to the one mile, and she was the dominant female swimmer during this decade. Her photograph often featured in souvenir swim programs. Unfortunately, though, World War I deprived Jurek of more Olympic medals when the 1916 Berlin Olympics were cancelled. In 1915, during the height of World War I, the Statue of Mary and the Infant Jesus on top of a Catholic basilica in Albert at the Somme in France was hit by a shell and slumped to a near horizontal position. The Aussie troops nicknamed the leaning statue Fanny in honour of the Aussie swimmer as it resembled Jurek diving off the blocks. Jurek held the world 200 metres and the 220-yard freestyle record from 1915 to 1921. She held the 500 metres freestyle from 1916 to 1917 and the one-mile freestyle from 1914 to 1926 and also held numerous Australian and state records. She was often the featured star at the Sydney swimming carnivals and large crowds would gather to watch her swimming. Swimming clubs around Sydney often rallied to support Jurek's overseas trips. Between 1912 and 1918, Jurek had broken 12 world records, which included 1 minute 16.2 seconds for the 100 metres. Unfortunately, after the Stockholm Olympics, her swimming career continued to encounter further controversy. When Jurek and Wiley arrived in America without official sanction for a tour in 1918, they were banned by the Amateur Swimming Union of Australia. In 1918, the Amateur Athletic Union of the United States threatened to suspend their amateur status when the pair refused to swim until their manager's expenses were paid. When Jurek was defeated in two swimming carnivals by the Americans, she decided to limit her appearances until she had practiced the new American crawl. Now this differed to the Australian crawl, which Jurek was accustomed to, in that the American crawl involves a flutter kick with the legwork being quite independent of the arm action. The Australian crawl, crawl is a thrash from the knee in time with the opposite arm. Now in a swim meet in New York in 1919, Jurek and Wiley competed against the American swimmer Ethelda Bleptree, who would go on to win triple gold in the freestyle events at the 1920 Olympics. When Jurek was ordered by officials to swim in Chicago, she jumped the starter's gun, swam half a length of the pool, and then got out of the pool, and the tour was then cancelled. Jurek trained hard to defend her Olympic title leading up to the 1920 Antwerp Olympics. However, 
she had rotten luck when just a week before the Australians were the travel for the games, Jurek had an emergency procedure with an appendix removed and she developed complications with typhoid fever and pneumonia. Jurek was forced to withdraw and her Olympic dream was over. In January 1921, she was forced to retire at 29 years of age and at this time, she married horse trainer Bernard Martin Gately at St. Mary's Cathedral in Sydney, which is the most famous cathedral in Australia. Jurek would go on and devote herself to coaching young children with their swimming and was a member of Swimming's Executive Committee. She was made a life member of the New South Wales Amateur Swimming Association in 1945. Jurek and Minor Wiley remained great friends throughout their lives. Minor Wiley went on to compete in New South Wales and Australian Championships with great success until 1934 when she retired at 43 years of age. She won 115 titles, including every Australian and New South Wales Championship event in 1911, 1922 and 1924 in freestyle, backstroke and breaststroke. She taught swimming at Presbyterian Ladies College in Sydney from 1923 to 1970, so that's 47 years. Wiley was inducted into the International Swimming Hall of Fame in 1975 and she lived in Coogee, the site of Wiley's baths her entire life. She passed away in 1984 at 93 years of age and on her birth date on the 27th of June 2021, she was even honoured with a Google Doodle. Jurek died from cancer at her home at Stanmore in Sydney in March 1956 at 66 years of age. This was the year of the Melbourne Olympics here in Australia and is buried. she is buried at Waverley Cemetery overlooking the sea together with her late husband Bernard. The Fanny Jurek Aquatic Centre was named to her honour and I've enjoyed swimming there many years ago when I lived in Sydney. It's a beautiful open-air pool located in Petersham in the inner west of Sydney. Her brother Frank presented her Olympic gold medal to the Commonwealth Government and it's now held in the collection of the National Library of Australia in Canberra. After her death, Jurek was inducted into the International Swimming Hall of Fame in 1967. In 1985, she was inducted into the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. Jurek was also inducted onto the Victorian Honour Roll of Women in 2001. And Sarah Jurek Avenue at Sydney Olympic Park in Sydney is named too in her honour. And just last year, she was inaugural inductee of the Swimming Australia Hall of Fame. Jurek's success in swimming did much to promote the cause of women's swimming and women's sport in Australia. So we're just going to finish off with some quiz questions now. And I have six questions for you. And they're quite easy. And they relate to the life of Sarah Fanny Jurek. So question one. So I'll read the question out first. We'll have a bit of thinking music. And then I'll reveal the answer. Right, question one. Where did Sarah Fanny Jurek learn to swim? 
And the answer is Coogee Baths in Sydney. Question two. What was the name of her best friend and swim buddy? And the answer is Minor Wiley. Question number three. Where were the 1912 Olympics held? And the answer is Stockholm, Sweden. Question four. What event did Jurek win Olympic gold in and why was it significant? And the answer is women's 100 metres freestyle and she became the first Australian female to win a gold medal and first female swimmer to win a gold medal in Olympic history. Question 5. What was the reason for Jirak not competing at the 1920 Antwerp Olympics? And the answer is due to an emergency appendix operation and resulting complications. And the last question. How did Jirak remain committed to swimming after she retired? And the answer is, she coached young children. So, thank you for joining me for this episode of The Sports Shack and going back in time and exploring exploring the remarkable life of Sarah Fanny Jurek, a woman who was the greatest female swimmer of her time and inspired women around the world to not only swim, but take up competitive sport. So have a Merry Christmas, everybody, and a fabulous 2024. All sources for this episode are on the platform page. And it's a goodbye for now. <laughs>